Arts and Adventure summits the airwaves. This is the Ogden Arts and Adventure Show with Oberndorfer and Long. I'm our Brandon Long alongside Todd Oberndorfer. Oh wait, that's the wrong one. That's the right camera right there. I switched them up. So there's there's Todd. We are your hosts for the greatest arts and adventure podcast in all the land. I dare you to challenge us on that. In studio is the world-renowned author, Case Johnston. Case has a new book. Uh, he said pre-orders are really important, and we're going to get to that here in a minute because my favorite thing, he Case hosts a podcast, and the first thing he says is, I don't want to talk about me. I don't want to talk about me. Let's talk about you. So he never talks about him on the podcast. And then, I, and then, I got sucked into it the other night. That wasn't planned. Well, that was a little different, but, yeah. but, but so then you put out there on the interwebs, let me, I have a book. Let me know if you know any podcasts I can be on to promote my book. And I'm like, Ooh, Case is reaching out. He's, I'm trying. he's putting some feelers out there. Yeah, it's yeah. all about the yeah. promotions. What have I said? Year after year, after year, after year, we need to shine more of a light on us yeah. collectively yeah. You know, on the hosts. So that our listeners can get to know us better. Well, none of us are very, very good at it. Like, no, I, no. I don't mind, but I have to push myself into that. Yeah. But it is something we all need to collectively do, and you especially. Yeah. When you're promotion mode. Yeah. Promotion mode. Wait, wait. Let's the play. Worst. Let's play a game. Do you want to play like two truths and a lie? I don't. I don't know. Maybe you can give question. me two truths about you, and then one lie. Okay. Case, you want to go first? You already uh, have it in your head. You, found, you sound no, like you're not ready. not at all. No, I'm no. I'm baffled. We might have to well, sit this, on that person. This was, yeah. This, yeah. Well, you want me to go first? Yeah, I you can go, go first. first. Yeah, I can yeah. go first. Okay. Um, well, Todd knows me pretty well, though. That's hard to do when somebody knows you. That's true. Maybe maybe Todd can't participate in this. Okay, well, um, okay, two truths and a lie. Okay, I got my truths. I'm trying to come up with a lie. Um, Okay, two truths and a lie. You ready? Mm -hmm. I um, I swam in a, a swimming pool of a famous soap opera actor. Okay. Okay. I uh, starred in an after-school special. Okay. Okay. Uh, I summited Mount Whitney. Soap opera actor is the lie. That's true. That's, that's true. true. Whitney's that's the true. lie. Whitney's the lie. Because yeah, I know about yeah. the childhood so, okay, yeah. stardom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The childhood stardom. Yeah. I was 19, but but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you I know. was a child. I really well, was a child. it was your half-life. Back then, uh -huh. yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, that's funny. So who's so many was it? Okay, so, so my mom dated um, this guy on Days of Our Lives for a hot minute who she met, they went to Lagoon back in the day when they'd come through town and I think she, she met him there and then, hmm. so I remember we went to SeaWorld, I remember we had Shamu in his swimming pool there at his house and he lived somewhere around those parts, I don't remember where, I tell you his name, I honestly can't remember his name, Josh, Josh comes to mind, I don't remember, I'm not quite sure, yeah. That's a good story. That was a really, I pulled that one out because that was a long, long time. Mm. I was little then. Mm. Mm -hmm. All right. So I'll do truths and a lie. So mm -hmm. I'll do, uh, everybody knows to some degree that I like to go out to Sundance each year. And so mm. I have conversed slash had conversations with, so I'll list three actors. So you choose the one that is not true. Oh, okay. okay. This will be hard. Okay. So the first one is, um, first one's going to be Val Kilmer. Oh man! Oh man! The second one okay. is going to be 
uh, Michael Stipe Ooh. from R.E.M. fame. Ooh. Yeah, so not an actor. Um, okay. Celebrity. Celebrity. And then the okay. third one is uh, Ben Affleck. Mm. Ben. You say Ben? He hasn't talked to I ben? say it, Ben. I say Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer's the one that I, I only were fond over, but I didn't chat with. You did not chat with. Okay. Okay. All this right. is really hard. So wait, you talked to Ben two. Stiller? Wait, why is this so loud on me? So Affleck, not Stiller. Or Ben Affleck. Yeah. Ben Affleck. Yes. When an ex Affleck. was chatting with uh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm. It's when those two were going out. So. Okay. Did you see Gwyneth then? Yeah, well, they were coming down. We were going up, yeah. and so what's, we stopped couple couple. What's that couple conversation and, like? Like, hey, Ben, like, long time no I see. I don't know what the girls were talking about, and so it was just, for a second, it was just like an awkward, like, like boyfriends just kind of like hands in their pockets <laughs> looking at each other while the girls are chatting, you know? Yeah. Hmm. And then I, He probably felt the same way about you. And Somewhere he's in on a podcast saying, two treats and a lie. Yeah. I saw, I said, one was I, I talked to Todd. You know, From what's exceptional about, about Sundance, especially if you go to a lot of the, the, the parties and just wherever they are a little bit more, the walls are down is that they have no idea who you are, dude. You could be, oh, you could be a producer from, okay. And so they're a little bit more comfortable. And so the fact that I did exchange words with, let's be honest, fucking Michael Stipe, that was amazing. Right. Right. And that was like the, the night of nights. Uh, but Michael Stipe comes to mind. There's another podcast I listen to called Smartless and Michael Stipe was on today. And he's exceptional. Uh, he's, what, what was that he's, conversation about? Uh, what, me and Michael Stipe? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was, I followed up, he was chatting with, uh, for like the first part of the night with uh, Edward Furlong. Anybody know who Edward mm-hmm. Furlong is, mm-hmm. right, from Terminator 2? And so I followed up with that, and like I think I was actor. mostly curious, like, what the two of them were talking about, right? And then I think we were talking about... He's a producer, so I think he produced this film that, you know, there was a cast party for type huh. of thing. And so we were talking about that movie, and I was impressed with the movie. I don't even remember what the movie was at this point. But uh, it was a legit conversation. We were yeah. both, you know, at least I was. I don't yeah. remember if he was drinking yeah. at the time, you know. But uh, At what point do you say, like, well, let me have your phone number. I'll text you sometime. It just didn't get to that. that mm. yeah. It just didn't get to that. But, you know. Had the night gone a different direction, maybe yeah. I could have made that yeah. happen. Yeah. Good looking guy. That's pretty awesome. Oh, in real life. He yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. This was some time ago, but just a good looking guy. He's not Val Kilmer handsome, though. No. 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 Not many are. Mm-mm. Oh, God. That, everybody I've seen in all of the places I've seen them, that he is still ranks, if not the top within the top one or two. Like, like most handsome. So you've seen I've him. Ever you seen. just haven't. Talk to him. Yeah. I mean, we were like this okay. close. Yeah. We were okay, this so, close. And this one is the height of his handsomeness, right? Yeah. His health kind yeah. of went a different direction. Right, right. He was with, insert hot model name here. You right, know, this right. Next, which I'm sure made him look okay, better, better sure. too, maybe. Yeah. I did but walk in on, on a concert uh, once, and um, the, the lead singer was so hot. Dude, I was like, from the back of the house, was like, Oh my God! Any any guesses how hot the alternative rock star who this was uh, dating Gwen Stefani at the time, Gavin Rosdale? Oh, good looking dude. Gavin, him yeah, out there. yeah. So I actually ran into him in Philadelphia when he was getting on his bus. Now he, <laughs> he's an he's an ass apparently. He was, so he was but, he's tiny. He's oh, like really? tinier than me. Oh, and I'm tiny. Um, well, height wise. Um, 
but he was very attractive. And this was not long ago. This was like three years ago in Philadelphia. And he was, oh, he's our age easy, right? Yeah, no, yeah. I saw him like in his prime. Yeah. It was a concert in Salt Lake, like a small venue in Salt Lake before uh -huh. they really took off. And I walked in and I was, I was on mm -hmm. a date and I'm like, no, no girl or no boy on a date. The girls are not paying attention to their dates at all. They're all focused yeah. on yeah. him, yeah. Like, all on him. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Case. Okay. Two truths and a lie. Stay, I'll stay with celebrities for the first one. Okay, I like All that. Right. I once saved Katie Couric from a stalker. Um, That's a good one, dude. Yeah. That's I, a good uh, one. I did my first writing internship out of college in London for six months. Ooh, I kind of like that. And okay. um, I wrote a book once about uh, that never got published that um, about a guy who broke into people's houses and cut off their toes and collected them like baseball cards. Wow. Well, we all, we all collectively want the Katie Kirk one to be true. <laughs> <laughs> you started with that one. So Ooh, I like the, the psychology in, here, well, you, Todd. It's, it's the start and the finish that okay. can sometimes. Which way did we go? Did we go yeah. Katie Kirk? Then Katie Kirk was first. Then the second was London. London seems like such an obvious sort of, then. Easy to like. Okay, well that makes sense. I'm gonna say the second one. I'm gonna say London. Right. That's my guess. That's yeah. the lie. That was that's the, the lie. lie. Ah! Yeah, kind of a lie. Uh, well, I my my first writing internship was in Dublin, so I couldn't uh, think of a really good lie. But okay. I, so I had to like think of what, what which college was it? Out of college or was out it? of college? Oh. So I was writing for the Consumers Association of Ireland for six months, right during 9/11. I was in uh, Dublin during 9/11 which was a really interesting place to be where everybody else was here. Yeah, you weren't um, here. That's I wasn't here. My parents what? were actually flying from Salt Lake to Dublin to see me that day. Oh, my God. And they God. got stuck in Salt Lake. They didn't take off because, you know, we're two hours behind the there, East Coast. There were some things, yeah. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, so they never got out then? They got out like a month later. Month. No, they never got out that day. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they never got out. Um, Katie Kirk is true. Um, oh. <laughs> um what was the third one? What did I like? What was the third one? The, the real one. Oh, the, the, the book. The toe, the toe, toe collector. The yeah. toe collector. The toe collector. Which surprised me. To me, that would just make sense. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I follow that. Well, yeah. well it like baseball cards. me because- my, Those aren't my books. I've, right. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I My books are very work literary. And and, right. Well, well, not, I don't know about literary, but they're very, because I don't know what that, I don't know the definition of that, but, but what I do, what I was thinking in my head was they're humorous. And so I'm trying to think, how do you make this- which you, which would even be better is if that story was yeah. humor, a comedy yeah. where this guy's like cutting off people's toes and trading them for keeping them like. Yeah. I actually love, I actually love the book. I, you know, my Did agent. Did have a name to it? The Toe Collector. The Toe Collector. Yeah. My agent didn't like it. She kind of like, I sent it to her and she's like, God, oh, no. <laughs> um, because it was, all, it was not on brand. Oh. Uh, um, oh. And so when do you get big enough? You can go off brand and put the Toe Collector out there. Cause. I'm curious. Well, I what I really want to do is I want to start my own publishing house just called Brad mm -hmm. Bones. Mm -hmm. Brad Bones would be my like Brad Bones would be my is that pen your pen name? name? Brad Bones, and he he writes things like the Toe Collector. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Nobody knows it's me, and I'm Brad mm -hmm. Bones. So. And they, they won't hear this podcast, so I think you're. you're I hope good. I hope they I hope they do. If anybody's out there and they want to publish the Toe Collector, yeah, just write just write in. We will happily give it to you. 
Yeah. And we'll give you Brad Bones' email address. Yeah, Brad Bones <laughs> at bradbones.com. Yeah. Gmail. Gmail. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we have a caller. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, they're asking for Brad Bones. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, so Katie Couric, is, you, yeah. you stopped a stalker? Yeah. So I, we talked about the, uh, the Olympics briefly before the podcast. And I, my job was to do one thing, and that was to get because as a bouncer you don't have the height or the stature of something so i'm trying to imagine right i was like a host i was like a greeter so my job was to get all the celebrities for nbc so i worked for nbc olympics from their gate which i got a pass from i got you know because it was after 2001 right after it was 2002 so it was super hyper aware so you know so i got a pass to meet these vips at their gate make sure everything got taken care of, make sure people left them alone. Kind of like a bouncer, but nobody, you know what I mean? That wasn't in the job description. And get them to transportation. Then transportation had their own job. Um, so I did the same with Katie. She had, and she is lovely, by the way. Mm. She is really an amazing she's person. She's always one of my favorites. Yeah, she's a neat person. She had her daughters with her. And some lady in the airport came up behind her and like put her hands over Katie's eyes like this and like pulled her into her and said like, I know you, do you know me? And like held her there for a moment. And my boss didn't do anything. Like, and so I was like, this is weird. Yeah. And so she was like screaming, I know you, do you know me? And Katie was frightened. Her kids were frightened. And so I, I ended up just like having to grab this woman uh, who's quite a bit bigger than I was and just pull her away from Katie. And so what happened was at that point, Katie said, so for the rest of the, our weekend here, you're on our duty. So I like every time you're on Katie, duty. Katie duty. And yeah. so I, you know, yeah. I got in the van with them and we went all the way to park city. And then anytime they got in the van, I basically just rode around town with them. Cause she trusted you. Yeah. It was really weird. Um, and of course, like the handler guy did. Yeah, my boss. He joked. Yeah. And so um, she actually, at the end, like we had chatted and this was right after I get back from Ireland writing. And uh, she said, well, why are you doing this job when you have a master's degree in English and writing? And I said, well, I love you. And and as we know, and and we'll get into all of those people are wealthy. Right. Of course. Right. Right. So I came back and, and we had talked about where I had just been and writing and all that kind of stuff. She said, why don't you just send me your resume? And I said, okay, I will. And of course me, the next day I was like, she didn't really mean it. She was just, she was just being nice. And so I never, (gasps) you did not, No, I didn't. I was just like, that's like when I never called back Bateman. Almost exactly the same thing. It is like, cause they asked, it's like a callback. Like they, they want it. And then you just don't, cause you you lack that self-confidence to just Mm -hmm. do the thing. And that could have been that could have been the break. Or you assume you already knew the answer. Or you, exactly. Yeah, maybe so. the same thing happened with Tom Hammond, the the uh, the sports like uh, what what do they say on air guy? Go sports. Go sports. And he <laughs> did the same thing. Him and the the old coach for the Spurs. What is his name? It's a it's, it's a Italian. It's not Pop, but it's the guy before Pop. Yeah. Um, like jeez. Anyways, I'll look it up. Ended up working with them, and they said we don't want to work with anybody else to do our kind of like guest services stuff and he said the same thing send me your resume and i was like okay well two people yeah well we're happy you're here yeah yeah you know i mean i mean, as i could be there. yeah i could be in 
on the Today Show. I don't know. I don't, but, that, but, but I have the same mentality now as I did then. Like, no, nothing. Not Katie Couric. I think the rest of the Today Show ended up being like super creeps and like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Matt Lauer was yeah, a exactly. complete jerk. So she flew coach and everybody else flew coach. Even they even flew in like McConaughey because he was pretty young at that time, 2001. He wasn't that big and he flew. They flew him in first class, but they flew him with everybody else. Um, the only person that had their own jet was Lauer, was Matt Lauer. Yeah. Everybody else came. Because you could be a creep in your own plane. I you guess. could, be, I guess yeah. so. Yeah, he was pretty yeah. bad. He ended up being pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but everybody else, so that was my job. So I got to go meet McConaughey. And- Case, you can drop the mic a little if you want. Then we can see your nice face. So for like a week? Yeah. How long How long was that? Two weeks? Week? So it was really, really cool because I had I had the lowest security, but the highest at the same time, if that makes any sense. I was a runner. And so I was the lowest of the low position wise, but I had had to be, have access to everything so that I could go in and get coffee or do something or get through the airport. So for three weeks coming in, NBC was just flying their folks in, flying them in, flying them in. So that's what I did. 17 hours a day, we would get at the airport and we would just meet them and stuff like that. And then we'd party, right? We'd party with transportation because we were all lowest of the low. It was, it was actually really, really fun. We rented with my friend from Australia. We rented, you know, that it's right by the beer bar in Salt Lake City. We're right by, um, it's not the beer bar. It's uh, the guy from. Not the Bayou. No, the bar guy. X. Bar X. Bar X. When it was old Bar X. Yeah. You know? And we lived there. But right around the corner was this place where transients would just live. And we rented a, a, a little place there where it's shared bathroom with like transients. And, and I just, we, but we never slept. So we just like, yeah. slept on it. It was really gross. Um, so for the, for the first three weeks, that was my job. But then all the way through the Olympics, I, I didn't have to do anything because all the celebrities were there. So I just had the pass that I could just go do anything I want to. Mm. So I could just go into any sport arena and just like, they're like bring big hockey games. I would just like, well, I'm here. So to, like any of the events. Any of the events I could just walk into. Shut I up. Could go, I could go to like Olympic Village. That's a dream. Cruise, cruise around. It seems like the last few Olympics, they've been like empty seats. Like let's remind people, Salt oh, Lake did not have it, empty seats. No empty seats. Yeah. I mean, those things sold out like months and months, months yeah. before the Olympics. They did. And uh, I think they would again. Tickets were like, yeah, they were yeah. off the mm-hmm. charts expensive. So I could go into Olympic Village. I could go anywhere I wanted to. And so same with transportation and were, people. And you were, that was a while ago. So you, you were what, 25 or six? 25. Like, yeah, 25. Yeah. 26. And each actually. night for the medal ceremonies, there were musicians and bands. Yeah, and so I could go, like, we would get all this. What like, a time, man. I went to, oh, my favorite was, my favorite was actually Alanis Morissette. So yeah. she, she I, they built the metal stadium. Downtown, you know, downtown yeah. Downtown. And... I got tickets from somebody in transportation because I did something for them. It was like a we it was like a barter system. They're like, Do you want tickets? I was like, Hell yeah, I absolutely do. And that was an amazing show. I also got tickets for Modest Mouse, who's one of my favorite bands yep. of all time. But Isaac Brock was so drunk he fell off the stage and ended up <gasps> and it and it ended after three three songs. I've been to my share of those as well. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What was your what Olympics. was your looking back at the Olympics? This is a good question for each of us because mm-hmm. i have a pretty good olympic story i thought yeah. mine was halfway decent yours is, is exceptional i had a ball okay so that was amazing but i also have incredibly fond memories yeah. of the olympics uh, and i took advantage of it for sure you so went to the opening didn't you i went to the opening so so greg popovich bob hill john lucas the second rex hughes jerry tarkanian bob bass larry brown bob weiss cotton fitzsimmons bob bass again morris mccone any of those Coaches sound familiar? Like that's the Wikipedia last coaches for the no for the so, Spurs. 
Right. Oh. No. Oh, oops. No. Okay. I wasn't listening. That's all right. <laughs> I, was th- I was thinking about something. Oh, Pop- Popovich, Bob Hill, John Lucas, Rex no. Hughes, Jerry Tarkanian, Bob Bass again. This is 92. Larry Brown, mm-hmm. Bob Weiss, Confit Simmons, Bob Bob Bass. Oh, not Bob Weiss and Bob Bass. PJ Carlismo. Oh, yeah. He's not even on here. That's who it was. So, Nicely yeah, done. Carlismo. Good job. You need to spur it by listing every. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. That works. Maybe he was a, I don't know. He's, yeah. Assistant? I don't know. Yeah. So, well, that's probably what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I went to opening ceremonies. How'd you tickets, score tickets for, that? for that? They were expensive. Paid for them. Don't remember Just how. I, I they mean, were not cheap. Yeah. They were a few hundred bucks. And back then, I remember like, this is crazy. Why am I even doing this? Well, Pro- a few hundred, it would be like a start. I mean, I'm surprised it wasn't even more than that. No, it was they like it lot. was like three or four hundred bucks, I think, yeah. is what it was. But we took the, the front runner down, and then went. To, and the president was there. It was Bush at yeah. the time. President was there. Um, it was cold. It was Rice Cycle Stadium. It's outside. I mean, it's Winter Olympics. Every night you know? was cold. Every night was cold. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And that was I. I mean, I can see it. It's one of those things that you can still visually see. Like I can see it. Like yeah. I, I remember it happening. I remember it was long. And it was cold, but it was cool. I don't know. But I didn't get to see any of the sports, and I love the sports. And we have some in our own backyard. I didn't get to see any of those. You didn't go to curling? No. Yeah. So, what a lot. Now, I didn't appreciate curling. Yeah. And damn it. But it, it was oh, we all cool. got into it, though, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. We all got into it. Yeah. My sister was a volunteer, and she worked curling. So, she worked the the ice uh, sheet. Is that what that mm-hmm. is? The yep. ice sheet? And so, she got to know that very well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think through her, we all got kind of got excited. I remember I was working another life. It shows how many years young we all were. We were uh, was working at a, a famous Dave's restaurant mm-hmm. in Layton uh, as a server, and uh, and of course that's when we would you know we watch the TVs behind the behind the bar. But that's we got those, into lots of TVs there. hardcore, yeah. right? <laughs> but uh, towards the very beginning, it might have been. It wasn't before the opening ceremony, but it was very, very much at the beginning. I had an older couple come in for lunch. It was kind of a quiet lunch. I took care of them. As I do, I, I'm i an exceptional server. I was mm-hmm. very, very good, right? Um, I don't know if that would be the case today, but I, I certainly was then. And so anyway, really connected. <laughs> I'm a little grumpier. And so I really connected with this older couple who was retired, uh, extremely wealthy. They had been to all of the the last 40 Olympics, wherever they were in the globe. Right. And so down to earth, but exceptionally wealthy. Right. And so anyway, they had, and where do you go when you're exceptionally wealthy? Famous days, wherever the next one is. Well, they chose, they were smart as far as choosing a location between all the venues. And so they were somewhere around the Layton ish areas where they ended up staying. Right. Because of location. Right. And so, um, and that's, that's important to the story in the sense that it was close to the restaurant where they were staying. And so at the end of kind of, so we're, we're kind of connected towards the end of the meal. They knew that, uh, they didn't have any family in town and they had these passes and tickets to so many events that they couldn't go to all of them. Right. Mm. And they had some conflicting ones. Mm. And so they said, well, we have, we have a handful of tickets. It was at least, at least three events. Um, would this be something you might be interested in? Right. right? And of course I, you keep your cool. Right. You don't just blow like, <laughs> yes, 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 right? you don't say, do you have six? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so I said, I said that uh, was wonderful. Yeah. Um, you know, that because it was clear that, you know, these weren't available to your lay person mm-hmm. and the cost 
aftermarket was off the charts, you know, for any of these. Right. And so they're like, well, how about instead of a tip, we leave you, it's like three pairs of tickets for these events. Right. Wow. And so they're like, well, we don't have them with them. We have them in our hotel. And I'm like, okay, well, that's the last thing we'll see of these people. Yeah. Right? Or they want you to do something else. Or yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I would have honestly that week, I would have gone back to the room. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We all wanted tickets. Really bad, right. You right? know. Yeah. Um, and so. Demi Moritz. Exactly. Demi so, <laughs> you know, for what yeah. I ended up getting tickets for, I would have Demi Moritz. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, so an hour or so passes and, and they come back in, they got an envelope full of tickets. And so Whoa. I ended up, it was the, the men's luge finals. Mm. Um, it was the men's uh, half pipe. No, um, and it was, uh, and I can't remember how far into a hockey game. It was a men's hockey game, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they came back in, and of course, as you remember, for each of the each of the events, you also had tickets. You could come back to the medal ceremony in the evenings mm-hmm. where the bands right. were playing. So Atlantis was one of the nights I went. Right. Foo Fighters was one of the nights oh, that that'd I be went. Amazing. I can't remember the third one, but uh, I have very fond memories, and I think because of that connection i went down to the olympic plaza every single night yeah yeah and april your sister of course she was working as a volunteer down in that in the plaza or whatever that little area was called and so you know so i went down and and said hey and could you because you had those tickets did you have to make some rearrangements at work and stuff because you hadn't planned on you know that go i don't think i quit but i would have I yeah. think probably yeah. 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 <laughs> there was that it, everything was heightened during that time. Oh, yeah. we, we were all very oh, dialed in. Boy. And I think that I was a little bit more removed because I, you know, I didn't get to the opening and I didn't see a possibility of getting tickets to, the, to any of these events. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then this magical thing happens sure. and, wow. it, yeah. and it immediately connected me at the late right. and famous Dave's. Right. The, thank you. Late and famous Dave's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe they'll sponsor. <laughs> the, um, the direction that but you're going. you're right it was it was really it was so cool like um like like uh, you know my conversation with katie she asked well why are you here and i was like because this is where i live and this there the olympics the world is here i will take any job to just be a part of this and i'm i will never regret it sleeping on a dirty floor and i got warts from the shower um, you know, I mean, it was, it was, I will it was that cool. It was really that rad. Right. I mean, to you do anything, you'd quit the job. You would probably quit the job to go see the stuff for that week. Probably. Yeah, yeah probably. Cause I, like I said, yeah, things were, were very heightened at the time and, yeah. and the community was very much behind Oh yeah, this incredible thing. And we kind of earned it going up to it. Cause I remember, let's just say five years of road construction in six month period of time Yeah, mm. um, to make it happen. Mm. Cause it was all of the things mm. that was necessary to make that happen. And now that it's all this infrastructure is in place, it's so it's makes ready to sense. Go. I'm like, yeah, let's do just it. Just give it to the city that's done it. Yeah. Right. We yeah. might not have snow, but let's just, let's go. <laughs> or let's do it sooner than later. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Can we go back in time to last year and do it? We, we, we talked about this too before, um, is that we, we sort of need a, a few more loosening of the uh, liquor laws. Mm-hmm. So if we could just bring the, yeah, let's, let's think back to pre-Olympics. That yeah. was oh private clubs. Private clubs. That didn't exist afterwards. Mm-mm. And I do love how <laughs> miraculously those, they those just disappeared. Just went away. People yeah. fought so hard for so sudden, long yeah. for that to happen. But then every camera in the world is on us yeah, yeah. and you're like, wait a second. How come I'm not? We look really silly. This is going to be really hard <laughs> yeah. to explain. I'm not sponsored. 
Yes. Come on in. Yeah, but if you spot, but if you you could come in and you, you could sponsor twenty people you don't know after you. So right. did you? I God, I that was so long ago. Did you have to buy? You had to buy a membership, right? Mm-hmm. It was like temporary. twenty bucks. You could do a temporary. Tem- you could do, like a night. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you could sponsor the next twenty persons or whatever. And so <laughs> yeah. they kept track. Usually, the guy yeah. at the door, one person would sponsor the next so many people. Right. It was so sketchy, like the yeah. whole oh, it thing. Was, yeah, it didn't no make any sense at all. At all. Uh, yeah, but it was on the up and up with when that was the up and up. Mm. Yeah, but I would love to see even think. I foresee that things would evolve even more so yeah. if we had yeah the cameras back on us again. Yeah, yeah, which we will. We will. That's coming. Oh, around. it's just yeah, yeah a matter of when. <clears throat> yeah, it's just coming a matter soon. of when. All right, case. Um, this is your what? Okay, the second lie. No, what book is this? Second truth. No. <laughs> you oh. gonna tell me more stories? Oh, well, these are great stories. Okay, well, before, um, before we get to your thing, we want to talk about this book. What were we talking Dublin, about? Dublin, Katie Corrick, and what was the third one? The it was Toe Collector. Toe Collector. Yeah, yeah. So, we, yeah. so we kind of talked about We talked about Dublin and all, yeah. all that jazz. Yeah. Yeah, we could just tell stories. That's so This is just the telling stories. Yeah. Here. yeah. I would love to talk about the book for a second. All right, let's do that. We'll talk about what we talked about at the beginning. Okay, here's one applicable question for yeah. those of us that live in Utah. Knows the Olympics coming around. Um, how'd you get that gig? How did you make that happen with NBC? I don't know. I, I th- was, was there a job posting? There's a job posting. And I was in Dublin. So that's the interesting part is. And you were fully qualified for this job. Whatever. This any job a high school kid was qualified for this job. You okay, know so it was just a matter. It of- was just like I applied and because I had like, I mean, I was probably a little overqualified. Fair. Um, and so here's the interesting part, though, is I could be in Dublin right now because that was from 2001 to 2002. I think Brandon's heard this story. Um, was when we, they moved from, when Dublin moved from into the European Union. So my boss at the Consumers Association of Ireland took me for a beer like three days before Christmas before I came home. And I was actually really like in love with my wife and I came, wanted to come home and see her. That was one thing. We were just barely dating. And the second thing is I wanted to work for the Olympics. And I interviewed in like November for this job. But he said, you know, we love you. You're doing a great job. If you could just stay over night from December 31st to January 1st, you can have this job. You can have a full-time job at the Consumers Association of Ireland writing for the magazine. But if you go home and you try to come back, I have to interview everybody in the European Union before I can interview somebody from the United States because of the way that that worked at that time. And so if I have, if I do have a regret, this is great because this is a good story. And also your thumb is up. And so this has these default like settings on this software and it's giving me these thumbs up like on the video. I hope they're in the actual, I hope that's pretty cool. Right. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I hope they can see it later. Okay. Anyway. Um, that's, if I do have a regret, it's that, that, I wish I would. But you would have missed the whole of the Olympics. No, I could have stayed over uh, December thirty first to January one and gone home. He said you could go to vacation after January one because you'll be in the books. You're beyond the books as an employee that we can keep from America before we go into. The so the girl one, the girl one. Yeah, I wanted to come home. That's a good story. At least I married her. I mean, God, we're going on twenty years now. At least now, she would she have married you if you would have stayed there? Yeah, I think I think she would have. I honestly, because she was still doing her graduate work, so we were still long distance for another year when I came back to Utah. So I could have been long distance in Ireland, you know. (laughs) Right, right. Doesn't matter where. Right. So have you been back since then? 
No. Did you love it there? Loved it. So I, we went over, uh, April and I went over for a month, four or five weeks, something like that. And I think we did, my brother, uh, Corey was doing a marathon in Dublin. So he did the, where you raise money for, I can't sure. remember which group. Yeah. And so anyway, so we went over to root him on. And so the fr- week one, he ran the marathon. We were there to, to root him on along the way. That's a great marathon, by the way. Is it? Is it? Yeah, it's great. And it's, uh, you know, instead of water cups, it's, it's just Guinness everywhere. Wow, I fantastic. mean, and I, not even joking, like there, no, I don't there was just it. Guinness ev- yeah. everywhere. Did they do Jameson too? Uh, mostly I mean, Guinness. That's a little rough. I think mostly little Guinness. Whiskey I think, on the run is a little I don't think rough, you probably but... had to look very hard yeah. to yeah. find the Jameson. Yeah, the, w- the last three miles, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we were, but there were some people, there was one that carried like a, like a refrigerator. There was a lot of kegs being yeah. carried the entire Oh my season. God, that's funny. It was a whole different kind of thing, but it was brilliant. And it was, it was, well, you brilliant. know, the people that brilliant. That's just, such a, that's such an <laughs> Irish word. <laughs> yeah. I suppose you're right. Yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. So we stayed in the apartment the first week one and then week four, I think. So we stayed like two full weeks yeah. there and we just walked around everywhere. I Great. loved, loved it. Loved six months. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. And it was really, really weird. Like I said, because it was, it was during nine 11. And so we saw a shift like the day after nine 11. We saw we were good. We would go to pubs and we would get free drinks from people from all over. By the time I left, by the, we well we went to war, and so by the time I left, we went to war, and the Irish were not happy about us going to war. So by the time I left, people were starting fights with us, like saying you're Americans, you guys shouldn't be doing this. So you could see the shift in outside perspective. Yeah, yeah. you could see the shift yeah. in the way they saw us within a three month period. First two days afterwards, free beer, free beer. By the time I left, it was like, you got, you guys should not be doing this. And you've always been doing this. And you know what I mean? Well, and they know our history better than mm. we do a lot of the times. And so it was a really intriguing six months. Don't they, don't they fight a lot in Ireland? They fight a lot. Yeah. They're fighters. Yeah. Amongst themselves, amongst the family members, probably. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. fought. I mean, bar fights. And that's a, another good question. I don't know if we'll get to the book here in a second. These yeah. are, these are good <laughs> questions. I like this episode. I love Get to know each other, right? <laughs> And so I'm going to get wine. A good question that yeah. you had, and this is something Brandon and I could think about, right? Okay. Is uh, yeah, get, get wine. Well, yeah, we'll the job it. that maybe got away when you were oh, younger, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, there's got to be one in there for you. I, I have one. I'll start while you're thinking. Okay. Right? And so, okay. as you know, I went through a spell where I opened like front of house. Like I trained the front of house for like, I did a couple of hotels, restaurants, and I did like a couple of cruise ships, right? And so, I think it was after, so I did a cruise ship from... Uh, North Sea in Germany to Hawaii, right? That was this that incredible journey through the Panama Canal. And have I told you that story? That was a, that was a nice adventure. And then the other cruise ship I did was Inside Passage up in Alaska. And so I gained some experience doing that. And I think because of that experience, I was this close. And I mean, within a week or two of working on a cruise ship, uh, an Antarctica cruise ship. Oh right? my God, yeah. And so the... I mean, I was going to go on as a bartender or work, like it had basically been worked down to, you're leaving in a couple of weeks to go to Ushuaia, I think is the southernmost place in South America. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was, it was really played out. Yeah, and I have the no ship, idea, but it sounds good. Argentina. Yeah. So the ship was, was pulled into like dry dock and it was delayed and delayed and delayed. And so it just eliminated my the possibility for me, but it was. Wait, they never set sail was, or they had to just. Nope. It was. Uh, no. Nope. And well. Because you're contracted out for so many months, I think that it, they were dry docked for, let's just say, five months or whatever it was, four or five months. And so by the time that happened, whoever was contracted out 
that six right, months later, like my window was essentially right. gone. Mm. But it was one of those where I, I worked really, really hard to get that, to get to that place. Mm-hmm. Cause this was a very, this was a smaller ship. There was a smaller crew. And so each person would, had to be very valuable, let's just say, right, right. to them. And it's a very small ship. Like, these were very the ones small they take ships. now, I think, are still yeah. pretty yeah. small. So this, these are more of like expedition type ships. Oh, yeah, even smaller. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, so that's the one that got away. And even to this Which day. Which both of you guys with your beards could totally pull off being a captain of a ship right now. <laughs> yeah. I am a captain. Of, See, uh, I, I was the, yeah. I don't watch the show. I was below the decks. What's the You're name of that decks? series? Below the yeah. decks. Yeah. You'd be the captain though. Yeah. You would not be below. Yeah. But, but when you worked there, you were When below I was, deck. I was yeah. below decks. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I was having the fun that these kids <laughs> are. There, there was some tomfoolery, I'll be honest. Yeah. yeah. Was, in fact, there was but quite a bit. You don't have a lot of time, I was a good kid. Uh, for instance, I think most of the cruise ships were all seven days a week, uh, oh. 10, 12 hour days. Yeah. Yeah. For the length of your contract. And so the first one from Germany to Hawaii was seven months. I think it was seven months. And that was seven days a week, 10, 12 hour yeah, days. You're working your tail off. And so we're talking, it's one of these 2,000 passenger ships, these big Norwegian cruise ships. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll have to tell you a story too. We, we picked up passengers when we first got to America in New York, and it was. One solid week down the coast because it was an inaugural, uh, it was American flagged cruise ship, the first one in like 50 years. And so we didn't have to go into international waters. We could just stay along the American coast. And so when we got to Hawaii, it made it nice because you didn't have to go out and lose time. You could just stick around the coast, right? And so when we got to the States, we picked up uh, for one solid week, we hosted uh, the Regis and uh, Kelly show. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I don't know if anybody remembers it. Anybody who watches Lee this, at the time? no, it was, was Kelly. It Kelly? It was okay. And so uh, this is kind of a similar, like Katie Cork type story, which I like, where you got to get to know them after the week. And so I was a little bit more mature, a little bit more experienced. Whatever the reason, I ended up. Everybody worked uh, two shifts, and so you either like a breakfast and a dinner, or a lunch and a dinner. I did a breakfast and a dinner. I worked in the this nice French restaurant on the ship, right? And so because of that, um, all of the like, so, um, Kelly Ripa and, and Regis, Kelly and Regis, it was, those are the two hosts. Okay, and so okay. they came into the restaurant every single night for five nights or whatever it was. And so Regis was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like he was phenomenal. He and his wife were extremely, extremely nice. And Kelly Ripa was super bitch. Like she really was. Yeah. She's like, how many kids does she have? Mm-hmm. Two, three oh. kids, oh. Uh, two nannies per kid. Yeah. Um, oh my and they God. were all there. And oh. that was, and this was about the time where she is, you know, you know, I'm just like you ladies at home, you know? With, right. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. And, and I uh, have one more nanny than you do. And the, ship, <laughs> and the ship had like this full daycare facility, I mean, the whole deal. And so, yeah, she, she was hilarious. Her husband was super nice. I can't remember, mm-hmm. actor, soap opera guy, I think, or something. But, uh, was that the Spanish guy? Yes, yes, okay. yes. He was very kind. Yeah. She was fine, but just so out of touch. Yeah, just very, yeah. very out of touch. Mm-hmm. Right. Not down to earth, the opposite. Mm-hmm. But it's whenever you start to see how many kids are raising the kids. Um, right. Because like, they are kids. So they're like 18 nannies. to 20 years oh, old. Yeah, they're yeah. raising kids. Yeah. These nannies that are... Yeah. And I think there were two per kid. That's crazy. Plus the husband was there watching the kid and then Kelly was doing whatever she does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, what, what is she doing yeah. anyway? Like, is there any Looking good on the camera. Or, oh my God. That's yeah. crazy. Yep. But oh. they had guests every single day. We went to a different city down the coast and, uh, and then it was a prize cruise. And so 
the ship was maybe a third, maybe a fourth full of uh, contest winners. And so mm-hmm. they had been given away a week's cruise from New York down to Miami. And then in Miami, we picked up real passengers. And So did you have to draw straws to see who served them or how did that Well, there work? was only just a small group of us. And so I think that, you know, it was, we probably took turns. Like, I think I mostly took care of Kelly Rip and her family, uh, but, uh, Regis was great. Like he's old school Regis. Like he is all the stories that you, all the positive stories you hear. Yeah. Yeah. He was fantastic. Oh. Yeah. Okay. What's the, what's the job that got away? I don't, I don't have a job that got, well, I mean, I guess. Anything you wanted real bad, but you didn't. That was the acting job, but I didn't, but I don't know. Well, that's a decent one. That, that Bateman one, huh? Yeah. The Bateman one, but I don't, maybe I needed, I need less to regrets put myself out there more, you know? No, I think probably less regrets are better. Well, it's when it comes to work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I can see that. It just means that when it gets closer to the Olympics time and people are of the age that are able to either volunteer, find a job, or just volunteer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even that's worth it. I'm going to apply for the know? same job I had 25 years ago. That'd be amazing. Yeah. I'm gonna, that's going to be my but I'm going back to Famous Dave, yeah. so we're going to be going. <laughs> 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 I think that's the goal. Uh, I well, twice the age. La- oh my yeah, god! The last thing that I got, well, one of the I got to meet a lot of really famous people that were really awesome, but one of them was Anderson Cooper, and Anderson, it was two like two thousand. That was yeah. two thousand two, and he I met him, and I said, "How am I supposed to know who you are?" And he said, "I wrote a book." Yeah, so was, was he it. Anderson Cooper, who we all know no, now, or this was like he was an author then? He was an author okay. coming in to just start talking Interesting. about stuff. Like he was a guest, you know, hmm. um, and he said, I wrote a book. Wait, though. Wait, though. Isn't he, doesn't he come from, isn't he comes, he fam- from, comes from famous. Famous people. Yeah. And I can't remember. Like famous, are. famous. Oh, right. I gotta, yeah. yeah, I'll look it up. Cause I, yeah, he comes I just heard people. that the other day. I'm like, oh my God, no. Yeah, he's like, the son of. Somebody super famous. Two famous people. Okay. I think like Gary Cooper. Yes. Yes. His mom is. Yeah. No, I, I'm curious. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I'll look it up here. He was well, kind that's of a standout. That's cool. He was kind of upset that I didn't know who he was. Oh, right. Oh, but, well, right. that's cause it's, um, oh yeah. Okay. So, okay. So the writer of Wyatt Emery Cooper and artist Gloria Vanderbilt. Oh. So it's Vanderbilt, 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 Vanderbilt socialites, yeah, right? Is is his bloodline? Money, money, yeah, old money, yeah, yeah. Just like me. that's like pinkies out money. Yeah, that's like well, that's, thumbs yeah. up money. <laughs> that's like the the rich people on Titanic money. Yeah, you know. Yeah, the rich people. Yeah. Yes, exactly. In that bubble, yeah. who went down to see the to see the titanic those guys were idiots i mean i'm sorry i feel that's a terrible story and i can't believe i just said that but it was more so the more that was learn after it was horrible but why there were so many red flags that was not a good idea oh my gosh i feel so bad for those people that was the duct tape should have been a giveaway you just yeah yeah he's like oh use this nintendo remote it'll get you there yeah come on now gum Oh, is it too early? Because that was really sad, and mm-hmm. that shouldn't have happened. That shouldn't have. They, where's the regulation? Like, like I'm anti-reg. I don't like regulations, but what the hell? There's got to be. You're going to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. There's got to be regulations for this. Like, yep. what the hell is that? There's got to be a certain grade of snot and spit that is tested. Yeah, you can't just go to Home Depot and build a thing that's yeah, like yeah. goes that far down. And, oh my god. Which I am going to do with a sauna, which is off topic. With the sauna. With the sauna. I'm really Wait, you're going to the bottom of the sea with no, the sauna? No, I'm going to go to Home Depot and build one. 
Right? Oh, oh homemade yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah, those aren't cheap. That's that's on no, YouTube. Yeah, that's you on Instagram. Own, yeah. You yeah. can do that. You can't there's no other video. Well, I'm not gonna die. Oh, 100 100 percent you could learn how to build a submarine on YouTube. I guarantee Oh yeah, you could. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I'm sure it's one built to how deep? I don't know. As long as the, oh, the hose from your backyard no, goes. A submarine, yes, because um believe it or not, I mean there's some if you look at the the first submarines, they are they're pretty. They're pretty. They're like, like guys down there going like this. Yes, they really, they, they, they really, really actually are. are. Like yep. Guys yep. And they go, yeah. yeah. It's and a little it's like wide. periscope. It's you know? basically a straw. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. It's pretty cool, but but uh, that's a submarine. But that's not like down to the depths of the ocean, all the way to the bottom of the like you touch the bottom of the ocean in the middle of the wherever the hell the Titanic went down the. Mm-hmm. Atlantic up there by Iceland, Greenland, somewhere up there. A studio in Hollywood. It never happened. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> right next to the moon landing set. There's, they are next to each other. They're right though. next to each they're other. Right yeah. We're to talking the deep question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so over all those weeks, uh, Anderson Cooper, give me one more one more celeb. One more. Well, McConaughey, he was a nice guy. Now, what was he there for? Interview. He was going to be on the Today Show. Was he just promote something? Just to promote something. Um, but there were a lot that came through, lots that came through. Um, a lot of guests there, I guess. Yeah. And so they would just come through and you know, that was our job. Where'd they shoot? Like, where did they shoot the interviews and things? It's a great question. I don't remember. That wasn't your, Mm-mm. I didn't get that. I mean, I got really close, but then yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think they used the NBC studios, the one downtown where the affiliate ones, where they yeah. have the windows to the, mm. to downtown, wherever that is, Wells Fargo building or. See, that's the type. Oh, oh, I just remembered my job. I got a story. Good, oh, good. Yeah. See, because, that's what we because, needed. No, I got a story. I w- I applied for um, the host of the morning show for Park City, Park City TV. Mm. You were overqualified. I, I, um, I, yeah, my qualification was I'm a DJ at Weber State. That was my qualification. That's when they were, I remember when they posted the job. Yeah, and um, and I didn't get it. They gave it to um. I thought I did. I thought I crushed crushed it. I thought I crushed it. You know, I was like, good, good interview. I did great because you have to actually go and do like a fake set. Yeah, like you do a fake morning show. But not everybody was that. Was it the second interview where you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It had, it had to, to be. You had to make it through. Right. Third, it's okay. final interview. Mm-hmm. And um, so I went back and I even bought a wardrobe. I bought like nice, yeah, yeah, city yeah. looking clothes and stuff. And I'm like, God, I'm from Ogden. There's no way they're gonna corduroy and scarf. Yeah, totally, totally, boots. totally. Yep, totally. Um, nanny. And uh, they hired this guy, and, and he's he's fairly he bought the nanny before he got the famous uh, about the nanny, yeah, <laughs> local radio host out of Salt Lake or something, and he got the job, and it pissed me off because I was like, oh man, I really wanted that job, because I was into it, man. Like that's what it would have been perfect for me because I was gonna I was gonna dedicate my life to it. Like that was gonna be. I was yeah. going to show these guys a good time. We we're just going to take that to the next level. And I was going to be a television host. That's what I was going to do. And I, and I was good at it. I thought, and I didn't get it. And like, there's not a lot of opportunity in Utah for stuff like that. No, so when you don't get small, that, you're like, oh, okay, I'm screwed. Move on. And the guy quit like a month later, two months later, probably six months later. I don't know, but he quit really soon after Do you think that. that was a sign of the job that you dodged a bullet? Or yeah. was it he him? went, he got like a, I looked it up because he, I don't know if it was LinkedIn then, but I did look it up and it was, um, MySpace. it was basically a promotion. Like he got a gig with like one of the bigger channels in, in Salt Lake, you know, doing something or a radio station. I think, Oh, you know what? I think it is. He might even still be there. I think it was the Provo. I think it was the BYU campus radio station. Hmm. I think is what it was. Um, if I remember right. And he was like in charge or something. 
And so, so he left and I, and by that time, and then I didn't, I had already got another job and was like, I can't, I can't apply now sort of thing. Right. You know? So that's a good story. And then I saw, so that the blonde, gosh, it was the reporter that was at the time was there moved. She was a big thing in Salt Lake. She worked for, I don't know, Fox or somebody right. for, for a long time. And I saw her cause you know how we're involved in the community and lots of times the, the sets come out, you know, and, and, um, that she came out to cover, I think it was a climbing festival or something. And she interviewed me for the climbing festival and, uh, or yeah, I think that was it. And then, uh, I remember the spot was the spots live, you know, and I told her, I'm like, Hey, do you, I don't know if you remember, but I auditioned for Park City TV and you worked when you worked there. She's like, Oh, you know, no, I, I don't remember. She was honest. She's like, I, I don't remember, you know? And then afterwards she's like, you would have been good. Hmm. I'm like, what? I knew I was freaking good at that. And that other dude freaking quit. She's like, no, you would have been good. But then there's no, but then the job's gone and then yeah. it's gone. Yeah. yeah Forward and onward. Yep. Well, but that's yeah. a good story. I like that. I forgot. See, that's how much it hurt. I for, for, totally forgot about it. Until you mentioned, Case, the for, for the down, because I'm picturing these people in the news station down in Salt Lake, you know, and I'm like, oh yeah, I tried to do that once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we yeah. wouldn't be here. We so wouldn't be here have, having a glass of now wine. We have the best podcast studio in Ogden. You know, it's, um, in in the trailer. state of Utah. Are you kidding in the, me? In the state of yes, Utah. Absolutely. And probably I'm, in all the Western states. I mentioned this on in the meeting this morning that uh, this, this Todd Mix. Todd huh? this bundle of states. This bundle of states. Yeah. Todd was not there for the meeting this morning. He missed it. Jesus, Todd. I had a meeting. You had another meeting? Yeah. But I did tell everyone that Utah Humanities is asking oh, yeah. for grant money, but they are they will be producing podcasts. But they're using the Banding Collective. And these are podcasts that go across the state. So this mm -hmm. is, so the Banding Collective will be producing literary podcasts for the state of Utah, which is pretty cool. So it's produced right here out of August. Already have produced yeah. seven of them. You know yeah. what I like to yep. think of is, because you did the similar thing with Wojo, right? Is I'd like to see what we're doing as replacing those VHS tapes that these companies and nonprofits mm -hmm. maybe had to yeah. spread their message, right? They did originally We're have, sort of mm -hmm, the new mm -hmm. version of those VHS tapes. Then they handed yeah. me some floppy disks mm -hmm. to, <laughs> to, yeah. download the, to download the show too. They're like, well, yeah. we have an intro. It's on this. And they handed me like the and, floppy disks. And disc. they gave you 10 disks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Each had seven words. <laughs> yeah. So I was, it was, I was reading an intro to a book. Oh, I can't remember. And he was talking about the original computers where you had to work with these floppy disks, right? And uh, it, it was like, in other words, because you try to explain it to people who would understand now, if you were to up, if you were to download the new, because the, oh, it was the internet speed, right? At the time. Yeah. If you were to download the new update to Fortnite, he's like, it would take, it would take you like seven days or something like that. Oh like, yeah. Like it wouldn't like, oh where it takes like 40 minutes or something now, you know, but it would take. If, I wonder if you can even do it. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. I mean, it I was crazy. Yeah, yeah. The newest, biggest uh, upgrade for the iPhone took me 25 minutes. And I'm like, what am I going to do for 25 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Play Fortnite. Because <laughs> it was off flip. Like, you couldn't touch it for 25 minutes. Yeah. yeah. And it's right there. And it was there. like. And it was like one and a half terabyte. It was some giant number, you know? And I'm just like, yeah, I can't imagine having to wait that long. Uh, you grab your iPad. <laughs> the other device. Yeah. Yeah. You move oh, over. That's so funny. Yeah. Where, where can we pre-order your book? Okay. So we have no, nothing about, by the way, but where can we pre-order it? Um, Cause I could do this all night, but we're going to have to wrap it. 
Um, so there's multiple places you can pre-order it. None of, none of it hurts the book. Um, so like people hate Amazon. Yeah. And, but this is what you're trying to explain because, because back in the day, authors would say, don't buy from Amazon, but that's okay now. So we would prefer it if, if people bought it from different places. First off, we'd love it. So let's start with number one. Number one is you can, I would prefer if you go to bookshop.org. Hold the book up so we can see the name of it. Absolutely. It's Castaway. It's not very intriguing of a name, uh, but I do love the cover. This is the first cover I've ever loved. Is that loved. the salt? This right. is the sequel to the, this is, There's, this is what happens to Wilson, to Tom? the volleyball. Right, yeah, yeah. This oh, is, got you, got it's you. all this about the volleyball. Volleyball. Yeah. Um, volleyball goes to the Great Salt Lake. Castaway 2. Castaway 2. Cast, anyways. Um, <laughs> and I, I've had four covers, and this is, I just absolutely love this cover. Mm. For the first time. I mean, I love... I like your tiki font. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did all... They did such an amazing job. They're taking risks with it, which is cool. Uh, Risks with covers are good because people will pick them up. Oh, I hear that's why you buy the book. Yeah, oh, yeah. They say you can't judge a book by... The next one is just full front. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they tried that, but... chest to knee, that's all the next book's going to be. Right, they tried that on this one. Um... But you know, uh, Cast away. they didn't have enough. Okay, so you got to move the microphone down just a oh, little. Oh, sorry. Bit. Yeah, um, no, no, the whole thing. Okay, there sorry. you go. Yeah, is that a little better? So, anyways, yeah, um, now I can see. So, your face. so yeah. the first the first option is buy it at bookshop. Go to bookshop.org and then type in Happy Magpie. Mac, Happy Magpie, who um, our it's friends a few down doors down from few doors right down now. right yeah. now. So, if you can buy it through that, the Happy Magpie gets a. Commission. Commission. Um, so buy from Happy Magpie um, at bookshop.org. That's the, that's a great place to do okay. it because it goes to independent bookstores um, and they support independent bookstores and it is linked to that kind of Amazon algorithm that shows whatever those pre-sales are. So so Amazon gets the same algorithm from bookshop. Yeah, but can I get it within like four hours after ordering it? Oh, actually I can't. You can get it pre-sale. within seven months of after okay, ordering okay. it because it's, okay. it's not actually coming out to, till May 7th, but if I can say anything, please, please. I, here's one thing. My first book came out in 2015. and I, well, A lot's changed since then. A lot's changed, and I was kind of like, felt really cool. Um, and I thought, well, yeah, this is great, but I'll have another book next year. And I didn't get another book. That didn't, I didn't have another book till 2021. So first off, I did not celebrate that first book. So that was a dark six years. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was. There was a time in 2017 where I thought I was going to quit writing. Um, and I should have celebrated that 2015 book more. Like I should have just mm-hmm. owned it, right? And it won awards, won four awards. And then the new book came out in 2021, but it was a novel. So the first one was nonfiction. The new one came out in 2021. It was a novel. I'm like, I'm not a novelist. Nobody's going to want to read my fiction. So I did, I kind of celebrated that one. There's a demand for like toe porn. There is toe porn. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want, yeah, toe collectors could be yours. Um, I just so, I just hope someone didn't catch the first part of the podcast. And, and then that, toe, they, yeah, oh, they well, understand. Oh, there's a Reddit out. that just talks about what people's <laughs> fetishes are. Just like it does. There's no. There's no images. It just it's just a Reddit that talks about their types of fetish. You see your suit. It's like the four hundred one or something like that. I don't know what it is. And so then that book, I was like, I'm a nobody believes that I'm a novelist, but that one that that was a finalist for multiple awards. Was named um, one of twenty books for the uh, Women's National Book Association. And uh, you're not a woman, which is and I'm not a woman. I was two one of two men who got the award, which to me 
man, that was a huge me because it meant my characters who were women in the book. I think it resonated, which was really cool. So with this one, like I'm doing Instagram stuff, man. I'll do these podcasts. I'll do any. I'm going to celebrate this yeah, book. I like because, kind of like a joke. Like this is kind of a joke. Like, yeah, he's yeah. Like I'll even do these podcasts. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> which no. I get. Listen. No, <laughs> no. I mean that I before I would not. Oh I would not toot my own horn at all. Like now I've got. I'm, now I see it with the megaphone on the corner. Right. Yeah. So and so now, you're learning because you don't too. know if you'll never. I. One thing I've learned is you never know if you're going to have another book. Mm. Got it. And this one, you never I really make it back to the Super Bowl. Right. Okay. And I believe in this book. And so now I'm better at saying, I'm going to just bother people with this book. Like, I'm going to say, buy this, go buy this book. Like, because, and go buy it as okay, a presale because it changes the life you of you now book. trust that your, what you're selling is good. It's, like, a, big, it's a big part of it too. Okay. But at the same time, it is that idea that I'm not young. Mm-hmm. And I may never get another book deal. I may never, there's, you may never get another book deal. The, I think I learned that from the first book, from the you second book. You may not book. get out of this trailer a lot. Right. I mean, we, <laughs> there's know. wine is being poured. It's flowing from the boxes. Um, <laughs> We're on hour three. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but I am very, with this book, I'm like, I believe in this book. I think it's a fabulous book. Um, when did you write this book? So this book I've been twiddling with since 2012. Okay, so Whoa, this is something what? that's interesting to me is when people are promoting their projects that they did yeah. 10 years ago or two years ago, whatever it is, like how fresh is this story still to you when people are wanting to talk about it? It's fresh because nobody talked to me about it before. Got it. So it's all, so you've gone back and sort of refreshed yourself. Sure, yeah. Yeah. This I'm was sure the, the back and forth. This, was, this is my favorite book that I've ever written. Oh. And it's actually my third book being published. It's the book that got my agent for me. It's the book that I think has a lot of legs. Um, and if we could, it, I don't know if you're friends with Jeff Probst, but if you could get Jeff Probst to like, like tag it. I'll bet we're within three people of Jeff Probst. Yeah. Right now. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Because the book is, the, cra- the crazy book, part about this book is it's- We might be within two people. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm, with, I'm within one. So Trevor, Trevor Byron. Yeah. Is actually knows the casting director for Survivor. See, um, and about. we actually sent the manuscript See? to the casting director, and we we're like, "Hey, like maybe give this to Jeff Probst." And she was like, "That's not the ask that I thought you asked." <laughs> like she thought, like oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, and so she kind of killed it. Uh. Uh, but so the book is about an immigrant from Mexico who believes that he can bring his family here if he wins Survivor. Ah! And so he's like, and, and it starts off with him saying. The people are so stupid with the American dream. They all believe that they're going to retire by winning the lottery. They're all idiots. I'm going to win Survivor. And that's his 13-year-old vision of the American dream transported from the Yucatan in Mexico to Provo, Utah, and him going, what is this place all about? Like, what is Provo all about? I in 1992. His brain. Yeah. Like, you should hear the, his concepts that he has, the right stories about, and you're like, where did you come well, up with these, Case? Well, if you think about Provo in 1992, it's a lot different than it was than it is now. I mean, 1992 and Provo was even more LDS-focused, saturated. Mm-hmm. And you throw a kid in from the Yucatan into that. Why does he end up, yeah, well, you got to read the book. Why is he in Provo? Like, why did he pick Well, Provo? You know, the other the narrative book. is about his great aunt who comes across the border in 2023 because um, she follows a poet 
and this poet is based on an enemy of mine um, <laughs> who tried to, he used his, so he used his alcoholism to his go. His name to, is Crandon Song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he used his alcoholism to go to like AA meetings and sleep with women. Oh my God. Like that was oh, his thing. Okay. And so he's in the book. Fight Club. And I do not care if he hears this. Like the guy is not a good person. Yeah. Oh, so it's based on someone you actually know. Yeah. It, in the last, very last edit at Tory House, they actually cut his last name. I had it. I was naming him oh, like wow. first and last name the entire yeah. book. Whoa. Um, and so she gets caught here. And ends up on the salt flats in those railroad towns in the nineteen in twenty three, um, and then the climax of the book is all based on something that happened really big in Utah on the salt flats, uh, chronicled by the Tribune and the Deseret News at the time. But I can't tell you what that is. No, you can't. Um, but I believe in this book. Oh, wow. I believe in this book. I really, really do. And so I am at the point now. Where I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Say, yeah, you, you said Cast the other day. Away. In the past, I would have said, no, I don't need to be on the podcast about my book. Let's go and talk about other things, which we ended up doing, which is I'm happy to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah. Okay, so. Or then you, we... then you can go to Amazon because that helps the algorithm. Okay. It helps the algorithm a lot on Amazon. Because if you get 20, sorry, it's 23 or 32 reviews with actual reviews, that's when they, they kick in the, this book is like this book. Oh. And. Well, it feels like we've got to know at least 20 people, right? Right. Okay. Uh, but I don't even have that much for the Wild Grasses. Wild Grasses did really hmm. did well for a small book. Um, or you can go to toryhousepress.org. Get it. Okay, so Castaway, like you said, the, the name will sort of blend in a little bit. Oh. Do we have to type in Castaway Case Johnson? Like, how do we search for this thing? That's the best way to do it. Yeah, okay. Castaway. And Case is K-A-S-E, Johnson spelled U-N. Spelled UN. Yeah. There's only one Case Johnson. You know what I did see the other day though is like, I don't know how I got on there, but Utah State is like it's on Facebook. They're like promoting their players, and some young man at 18 years old has a K A S E name. Where'd yours come from? I have my parents like they have the dumbest story. It's just like we liked Casey, but we wanted to do different. That's it. So you drop the Y. Yeah, but all of a sudden I was like, what? Who is this young buck? And why mm. does he have my name? Mm. Well, I did Google myself on the internets, and there was some hot college football player with my name, mm -hmm. and that's all that popped up was him. Yeah. Was him. Yeah. Like, I was nowhere. Well, Sean Davis, our mutual friend. Yeah. Sean Davis, the biggest Sean Davis in the world is a porn star, and they have actually, like, <laughs> yeah, so if you Google Sean Davis, you're getting- S-E-A-N. S-E-A-N. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm. I'm the only Todd over and oh. over, I'm afraid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's the porn version of me before, but that was... <laughs> Most people don't know about that. <laughs> there's the silicon version. That is a different altogether. Yeah. <laughs> In a different kind of valley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I just got to reset this camera real quick here. So what are you working on now? I mean, you're promoting this book. Promoting this book, I have a collection of essays that are based on music that I've sent out to contests. So that's kind of a first stage thing. My my agent is happy to rep it, but she's like, let's go contest route for nonfiction because people don't know who I am. So nonfiction doesn't sell that well if you're kind of... Where's your, who's, where's your agent based out of? She was originally in New York, but during the pandemic moved to Denver. So she's in Denver. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then she has another... She Another reason why she's not putting that out right now is because I have another book out on submission 
So if you're listening now, I have another book on, on submission, submission. And this book is, I love that book too. It's a, it's a book about baseball and it's a book about Alzheimer's. Um, so both of those things are really close to my heart. My dad passed away from Alzheimer's two years ago and, um, and I actually wrote it when he was sick. I don't remember submitting it to my agent. I submitted it like February something right after we had buried my dad. Then a month later I submitted it to my agent again. And she said, you gave this to me a month ago. And I said, really? And she said, yeah. Since then I've revised it. Um, because I think I could do more with it. Um, so it's out on the first round right now to New York with hopes to. So there. listening to Case, he's like, oh, I've got, you know, two, three, four almost, you know, books, published books. You're probably thinking to yourself. I'm rich. He's, he's loaded. He's, <laughs> he's a full-time author. Like he just sits in this cool cabin in the woods and writes and writes. His driver is waiting in the this car is, right now. Yeah. His yeah. driver's waiting. My nanny, car. my two nannies yep. for my yep. one child. Yeah. <laughs> but really you've always had a, you wrote these books while working other jobs. Yeah, I've always had a full-time job. Yeah. This is your were, side I read, hustle. Essentially. I well, I, I believe it's my first hustle. Your first hustle. The okay. jobs are here that I, so that I can write. And all artists know that, right? Like the, yeah. the art is first, the jobs are here to pay the, to pay the but bills. the new job, I can't, for the first time in my life, I feel like with the new job, that's not true. Well, because the first, it aligns with who you are and is. what you do. Uh, yeah. I, the, for the first time in my life, I feel like the new job is, is exactly what I want to do. I'll retire with this job if they let me. And what's the title of your, of so your I'm the, current job? So I'm the manager for the Utah Center for the book. There's, there's 56 of us because we include Puerto Rico and... We include Wait, 56 cases? 56. 56 Center for the Book Managers. Oh, got you. Okay. Um, Puerto Rico's one of them. Uh, we have one in like our, in the Eastern, like the Eastern Islands outside of, no. what are our, what are, what are, um, yeah, you know, in the ones, the yeah, ones the, over the, there. The, yeah. The, anyway, so we got okay. 56 of the, we got like, like, it's like Guam or something. Guam? Like okay. Yeah. Um, and, um, and it's really like I spent my day today talking with the other fifty Center for the Book representatives to the Library of Congress, and just talking about how we can work together to promote books. Yeah, that sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> well, for an it's, author, it's yeah, interesting. Right. Congrats yeah. on that job. You would rather do that than um, be a professor. A lot of people like to go the professor route. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we can talk about professors if we want to. I think you went the right route. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, and I tried to be a professor for a really, well, I was, I mean, I was an adjunct professor for, yeah. for yeah. 15 years. It's not an easy gig. It's not an easy gig. And unless, unless it is for some a certain, people, I'll just say it right now. Like, and I'm completely honest, like, um, certain position came up at a certain university yesterday or last week or two weeks ago. And am I qualified for it? Yes. But do you know how happy I was to not apply for it and mm. not get it again? I'm really happy. Oh, but, nice. Yeah. Well, it shows you. Good choice. I, this this job is really really spectacular, and and Utah Humanities does amazing work across the state. It's our goal to get into every county and to have these conversations. When uh, it kind of blurs the line between those things, between the different passions, yeah, that's a good. It's it's like, it's. Good. I don't even know if it's blurry. Yeah, you know, I mean, because I, I mean, we've been doing literally podcasts for what seven years now. And, yeah, and so I get to do this and get paid for it. Basically, is to promote other people's writing. I love promoting other people's writing. I, 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 I know. It goes by so fast. I, like literally seven years. So we started, Marcy had her bookstore down on 25th. It's been, right? 
when did we start? 2016? Yeah, because we did some in my house in Mohawk. Yes, we did. And we were there in 2016. That's a great story. Mm. Yeah. So what's the, what's the new podcast? What, what are, what's the Banyan doing? With well, you? he can't, he can only do Bible swears. So right, only Bible this, swears. this is a fun, this is fun. Cause the, we did the lit, literally podcast for years. Where, and, were we, where were we getting ready to swear a lot? And, and, and we were getting ready to swear a lot. And, but li, the literally podcast had no rules. Cause we, cause you know, that's our, our, our show. It's Banyan. Yeah. Banyans don't do, we don't do rules around here. Uh, and then, but now he has bosses and people sure. pay for it. And so they, they said, suggest that, um, you know, Bible swears would be, a, are okay. Uh, but you know, ask, ask damn hell, maybe, hell. Um, and outside of that, you know, you gotta, you gotta watch that. So outside of the, that one little restriction, basically, the same thing. I think the you same look deep, thing. you could yeah. probably find some fucked up stuff in the Bible. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So if we're talking Bible swears. Yeah. Well, if you're creative too. You, if you're creative no but that's that's obviously a step that we made that was deliberate and yeah because we started at weber state and you couldn't obviously you can't have alcohol yeah. to dry campus and you can't swear on the air and yeah. yeah and yeah. listeners you couldn't have listeners you couldn't swear and you couldn't yeah. it was it was all positive <laughs> 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 it true. feels it, oh my god that feels like that a lot actually <laughs> yeah then now i just slammed your mom yeah. and maybe my mom and i oh, don't mean to my, yeah no our moms always listened yeah. so shout out to moms yeah. shout out to moms. <laughs> yeah my mom stalks me on social media like all of a sudden wake up in the morning and there's like eight instagram posts and i'm like i'm pop popular and it's all my mom our last van sessions the lead singer was like uh my grandma's in the crowd. Sorry, grandma. Grandma it, was in yeah. the crowd. That was great. Yeah. Oh, I love that. He, he had to apologize to grandma in advance before he sang his yeah. songs. So. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, that was good. Um, so, I what's think, the name I, of the new podcast, and I, when's that I coming think out? And... It's 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 called okay. So it's called uh, Book Your Shelves. Shelves. No, wait, not Book Your Shelves. Check your shelves. Check yourselves. Check, check yourself. yourself. It was check your check yourself, but that's there's there's, there's one multiple. Or two. There was multiple, right? Yeah, there's at least two, but they're defunct. Essentially, they're not. But 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 I we. Don't know. Why did we change it to be safe and to not confuse it with the ones that have already been put out there and stuff? We even though they're not currently active, we just went with um, check, your check your shelves. I like that. It opens so, it up to mm -hmm. it's a plural. Yeah, yeah. Nice check so, your yeah. shelves. It's uh, from the Utah Humanities. And so, is that the new literally, or is that? Yeah, we just to some we're not doing literally because, yeah, yeah, yeah. This way we can, we get we get paid to do. The, the, this shelves, is the great thing so, is that yeah. we can transition into right. payment. That's just which is fabulous. Yeah, like we have an official contract yeah. and that. Works. How often are you planning on trying to record those? Once a month, I think in two thousand twenty four we'll do once a month from January January to August, and then we'll probably do like seven in September, like we did this year. And the seven in September will be the lead up to the book festival. So. Once a month from January till, and like the last one we did counted till August will be just kind of other stuff. The seven in, in September will be authors that are very specific to coming to the book fest. So are you still doing your drinking occasionally? One? We haven't done that for a long time. Bourbon, beer, and books. It comes out uh, sometimes. For a good time, go to bourbon, beer, and books. <laughs> That's a sporadic. That's a little off. But don't call yeah. it, don't don't just wipe that one off. Because I- No, we did it. I hear requests on, on that one sometimes, um, actually. Jaws, which really was probably fun. one of the better episodes. Oh, yeah, it was bad. It was great. 
Yeah, it was. Yeah. We were very drunk, but th- it was also a very good discussion. I learned a lot. It's a really Jaws. good book. Yeah, it's a, yeah. We it, should... was, it was utterly unlistenable, but it was. <laughs> yeah, a good it time. really kind of. Well, we <laughs> lost Sean halfway through. Dory, Dory and I were out like, here on like one little him. microphone that, well, that was the only one working. Um, oh, we that need... was the one where the where the orchestra yeah, was playing. Yeah, a full was... orchestra set up outside our studio yeah. and As was practicing. As right, and so we were like. And then only later did it dawn on us, why didn't we have them practice like the theme song to, yeah. oh, to that's Jaws, good, yeah. which would have been... We need to do more of them. It's just, yeah, we just need to do more of them. Yeah. Those were fun. We, well, the problem with that one was, and I'm just trying to get this camera back on, but the, the problem was that, I don't know if it's a problem, but we had such great ta- talented artists all over yeah. America, right? And so to get these people on the same time schedule, and like, first you got to, they all got to read a book, the same right. book, and then you got to get them... Like on the same like a book club, time. yeah, book, yeah, book club, and you know it's hard to keep everybody like drunken book club. Drunken yeah, it's book. really drunken. Which is there any other kind? No, I mean no, <laughs> no they don't. True. Most yeah. book clubs don't even read the book; they just drink the wine. I've been invited to book clubs for my books, and I go there, and like a third of them read the book; the rest are just drinking wine. I just didn't read this one, but let's talk about <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> the author's here, <laughs> and by the end, they're like. I didn't actually read the book. Like, <laughs> I know. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know. I could see it in your face going like this when you yeah. Which this is this is great. Now 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 Case has read every single book to everybody we've interviewed ever. Yeah, I'm pretty so, good. But I bet he could BS it. Could you think you could BS it if you had to? Well, I have BS to Okay. You know that. I'm I, BS to Well, I was trying to give yeah. you, a, you know, a few. A few. A few. But most of my read them. But they'll never know which one it was. No. Because uh, we did such a good job uh-huh. with that. So. The research we do on our guests, no one would have any idea. Yeah. Basically, it's like, okay, tell me your name again. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, t- <laughs> what's the last name? What's again? your last name again? <laughs> <laughs> okay, who do you work for? <laughs> How are you arts and adventure related? <laughs> I actually think we've started a new podcast tonight. I don't know what this was. <laughs> this was this like, is good this to is know your episode. So, so yeah. the po- this is actually probably the precursor to my dream that Todd's got a hint of, but I haven't come come really out and I haven't come out yet and told Todd who I really am, what I want to do. Yeah, but it's, tell your mom first. It's the well, I don't. She'll she's gonna say yes, so right, she yeah, doesn't yeah, count because she she's gonna she loves us. But um, it is the Orbendorfer and Long podcast. That would be nice. And the Orbendorfer and Long podcast, what I see it is as is interviewing artists and adventure people who are professional artists and adventurers like yourself, and like figure like what motivates them. How did they get from point A to point B, and how did they? How did you? do that you yeah. know now we now we're slowly moving because we started as ogden no church adventure. swears right. no, no church yeah swears. yeah we have to full you, full you, swear you can swear everything but church swears <laughs> fudging dang it okay yeah. um i find that fascinating to me is is um and i i feel like it would be valuable to those because those people who are budding authors, budding whatever, yeah. you know, budding painters, budding um, mountaineers. I mean, anybody who's trying to, it's such a tough road to do. And and I, you know, there's all these success podcasts and they sort of, many of them are, uh, they're featured in like real buying real estate or f- investing in, but, but I'll tell you what I'm interested in is I want to see how you namaste your ass into paying for like a car and a house for your family. Meaning it, that lifestyle and, and, and that whole way of basically staying true and finding your bliss and still making what you need to, to support what you need to without having 
like what's the minimum three, four jobs to kind of get to that place. Right. If we can narrow that down to a single job or even just, you know, I don't know. I like the idea of the, the clues to get to that place. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's interesting time right now because the, the, the kids, you know, we're all, all of us are about the same age, but, but these like, um, Oh, I just saw an article where this, I want to say she was, she was 21 or younger. I don't even know if she's 21. She maybe was 18 influencer bought a house and posted that she was proud of herself for buying a house. And then she got it, the, the article made the, they made this article because she got so much blowback about bragging that she was able to afford a house. Mm. And it's like, okay, well that's crap. Cause I want everyone to succeed. However, she hacked the system. These kids, some of these kids know how to be influencers and do the things and make the money and they're crushing it. And they're under 35, yeah. which is, which is in, which is great, you know? So, um, there's that there's that influencer the the i don't know if you call that art you know that's though maybe it depends on what you do it's art of hustling uh, people. art of hustling hustles yeah maybe it is the old yeah. hustle yeah but i i would snake oil snake oil maybe I mean, that's what i don't admire about that stuff i like the ones that actually are well, and you valuable for to the others most part but, you have to have certain skill set that you're born with you 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 do have to know you don't have to work you, you have to know how to work the system essentially and the system being like social media and what people want to see and YouTube yep. and things. So if you're not good at that, let's say you're a hell of a good rider. Um, let's say you're a hell of a good rock climber or something. Hell of a good skier. Some of these people, um, in fact, Lindsay Vaughn was on the Monday night football broadcast last night with the Mannings and she was fantastic. That was, was she a good? lot of fun. Yeah, it was pretty good. Did you pretty see the good. Schwarzenegger one? No, I missed the uh, I missed the Schwarzenegger. He's promoting one. the hell out of his yeah. new book. I'm enjoying his interviews. I haven't. He was. He joined the Mannings. I I would love to see that. The Mannings are funny as hell. They are funny. And what I didn't know is what I learned last night is the the kid. Uh, they brought another guest on, and he does like the NFL morning show every day. And uh, what happened was they they initially the producers brought this this guy in who does this morning show with the Mannings because they're like, dude, the Mannings, are they're football players. They're not going to know how to do TV. And then so they ran through a couple of full, like full NFL funny Monday night games, like practice sessions, right? And afterwards, the guy was like, they don't need me. I would just have those two. Yeah. Just have those two yeah, have their own funny. show. And sure enough, because they're brothers and they make digs at each other. Oh, all the, all the entire yeah, game. Yeah. And I end up watching them more than I watch the oh, yeah. the broadcasters. Yeah. yeah. One, they know this they both played the sport at a very high level. They're yeah. both Super Bowl winners. And they could tell you they're like, Oh, it's gonna be a left a run to the left. And this is not gonna work because this guy's in this position. And they know it ex- all the things, all the, so that yeah. part's fun. And then, oh, by the way, all they do is do brother jokes yeah, the whole they time the whole where time. they just make fun of each other and bring up like p- past, you know, jokes. You got a brother, Todd. So, so, you know, like, oh, they, just, oh, yeah. They, just, yeah. they just dig each other the whole time and it's fantastic. And then they bring on guests. It's a fantastic show. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and they get paid yeah. to do it. And they get paid to do it. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it's, but great. they're, yeah. they're good at it. Oh, they're, they're very good, good at it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, to step away from the influence, so like that, that's a yeah, that's not the influencer conversation. Yeah, no, that's that's how you're supposed to. Do that's it. how you're. That's how you're supposed to do it. So, I'm interested yeah. in that because like, they're ex- you, experts. Yeah. They're pros. Yeah, they've got the personality. They've earned that spot. Yeah. That said, the host of the the morning football show that they brought in last night, and 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 uh, they wanted to host this show. He's famous because he was on a reality TV show. And he just has a great personality and that's, and he just, and now he's 
on a talk show. So what's well, that? One of the brothers. One of the brothers was, was on a smart list. That's the, the one the podcast I listened to, and I can't remember which which one it was. But anyway, at the time that they started that uh, program, that project together, he couldn't have found any number of jobs. But the fact that he is able to get paid hanging out with his brother. Yeah. 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 I mean. Wow, I mean, there was a lot of opportunities for him. There's probably at that Peyton. Moment. He's fun. He's good, man. Peyton. I think oh, it was Peyton. It, yeah, the that Saturday Night Live skit with him is the funniest one in the entire world. <laughs> where he's playing with the kids and he throws it at their heads and he's like, "Get up!" What is <laughs> that? Is one of the funniest skits I've ever seen in my entire life. That's a good one. I, I mean, he, he hosts now. He hosts the CMAs every year now. Too. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. he's uh, anyway. Oh, welcome to the Open Door for a Long Show. That was uh, <laughs> this is a long way to get there. Hey, here but we are. But this is more of this the more of the podcast we like to do moving forward because we get to know the the guest on a deeper level. I mean, we learned two truths and a lie about you, which that could be a thing, but that's another story. Uh, Todd asked if there, if I knew of, if I had a resorts update going into it. Yeah, we're getting of adventure. very close to openings. And all, I, all the only, I said yes, but I lied. The only thing I know is that Snow Basin is not opening on time. They are pushing things back because it is not cold enough to freeze right. the snow. And so um, Powder Mountain doesn't have snowmaking uh, material up there. And then Nordic Valley is basically like my backyard in South Ogden. And so, you know, if there's not snow in my backyard, there's no snow in Nordic Valley. Yeah. Uh, so, but, but keep an eye is, out your window, keep an eye out your window. Yeah. We, then we might see some this weekend and they, very close. I got, I got an email this morning from snow base and everybody who, you know, is a pass holder or whatever, subscribe no, to their email. You. It was just, it's, you. They, they said, dear Brandon. <laughs> yeah, just, and they yeah. said, we are pushing our opening back and is their whole welcome winter back. And so can I t just tell you, cause I was in the outdoor industry for so long and, it, and in the retail side, it was so weather dependent. Sales were so weather dependent. And this particular time frame in retail, outdoors, outdoors, outdoor retail is like the tumbleweeds just yeah. blowing across the freeway because it is nothing is going on. And then the second it snows and the second Black Friday hits, it's you can't keep up. It's 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 crazy how insane weather affects sales and outdoor in the outdoor industry and a lot of this that whole side of the industry from you know the resorts they start freaking out because there's no snow you know and to the retailers all these things and i'm just really really happy that i don't have to deal with that this year <laughs> yeah okay so you mentioned one thing uh, that i do want to mention real quick and that's gear 30 and yeah. so i don't want gear 30 to just tumbleweed away right which is kind of what's happened i wanted to say how how thankful Honestly, I am to Gear 30 through all these years for supporting what we've done. Well, that was the name came from our podcast, Todd. That oh, we, very that we did. Long and time and I like to repeat that over and over and over again because people just like to conveniently forget that. But our gear segment of the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show was Gear 30 because it was at 3 30 as, a radio, in, as yeah. a radio show because it was 3 30 in the afternoon and Gear 30 rounds with Beer 30. And we wanted to talk about gear. We had Gear Junkie James as our gear expert mm. who I don't. He, he was great, but he, I don't think he did research. He just shows up and talks about gear because that's how much he knew. And it was Gear 30. And then when it came to naming this establishment that just closed down over here, uh, they had a longer name. And I threw out Gear 30 as a suggestion. Rhymes with Beer 30. Didn't know if they were going to take it because they are LDS owners. We're LDS owners. Uh, still LDS, but not, you know, anyway. No longer closed down. Uh, but yeah, so, and but they, they're like, you know what? We can sell that because it's time. It's time for gear. It's 
it's yeah. and, and those who know, know those who don't, you know, it's cheeky, it's fun, it's easy to remember. Let's go for it. And so that served us really well. And that was fun. Then we moved our podcast from Weber state to the shop and we yep. podcasted from the, the shop lounge, yeah. from, yep, into the lounge for, for quite some time. And that was a lot of fun. And I, you know what, it was my job for 10 years, man, at that shop. And so that was a lot of, I mean, it sort of uh, used it to help build all of this. So it was, it was good. Yeah. And, and now it is, it is. About a week and a half, two weeks ago, it shut down, it, you know, for good. Actually, the website's open. They're going to sell some stuff here and there. If, if you go on, there's some things left, but it's, if you're a woman looking for a backpack, I highly suggest you go to the website. They got some steals. You mentioned that. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's worked something out. Yeah. Uh, any, any, any thoughts of what's going in that space? Do you know? Have you heard? So this is funny. I, Deanne with the Ogdenite posted that um, you know, all those places closed. So Wimpy and Fritz closed down. The Chicken's Place closed down. Slack, Slackwater moved years ago. Gear 30 closed down. She's like, what's up with this little section over here in Little Ogden? And then somebody commented on there, oh, I heard a salon's going in there. Okay, listen, I'm actually one of the owners. Okay, like I, I saw him. I met the real estate agent. Like I saw him listed. Like I know I'm there often. I'm talking to the owner. I have no idea what's going in there. I don't think he sold it. He was on vacation last week. He was not even in the state. And this dude posts, oh, I heard a salon's going in there. Okay, maybe this guy knows something. I don't know. So maybe, it's definitely maybe, a salon. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's definitely a salon, which I'm like, okay, cool. That would actually be a pretty freaking cool salon space, you know? A big salon. But that said, I'm like, this dude, this is how rumors get started. Because I have no, I have no, I, didn't, yeah. I haven't heard. I'm still going there. Cause I text the owner. I'm like, Hey, there's couches and stuff here. Do you mind if I pick some of these up? And he's like, yeah, grab some, you know, take this, take that, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I heard, but there's a salon going a, in there. I'm pretty sure it's a strip club that's going in there. It's, it's, like that's what I heard. Yeah. So I, you heard the same thing. Yeah. No, I'm so just I hoping. Just, yeah. They're really big windows, sure. by the way. Really big windows. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know all those very other places. Very tall poles. Yeah. Poles. <laughs> top to the, yeah. Those are very, very tall poles. Um, I didn't know all those other places closed down. I didn't know. Wimpy, Wimpy just did. was like last week. And so. then the chicken place. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I had no idea. Well, I Wimpy mean, owns the As Slackwater goes, so goes the world, I guess. That's huh. the neighborhood or something. Well, Ogden know. Beer Company, that's Wimpy and Fritz though, isn't it? Now. Yeah. Well, it's the owner, but it's not the restaurant. So it is Ogden Beer Company. The owners of the owner of Wimpy and Fritz is, is a partner with the owner of the Okay. The current, I don't okay. actually know, but yeah. that's what but I, listeners know that the Banyan Collective's not going anywhere. We're like a like a cockroach. Mm -hmm. you, you can't, can't kill, kill us. us. Mm -hmm. No, there's really. I mean, we'll, nope. We're always going to be here because <laughs> it would be nice, you know, if certain things were happening more. But at the same time, it's like we obviously do this for the love of it. Oh, this love. is yeah. yeah. I would love. This is a great way to spend a Tuesday night. Yeah, into Wednesday. Yeah, we're oh, good. Um, yeah, I mean, this Wednesday. has got to be one of the longer <laughs> ones, right? Let's see. Let's let's check the time here. Um, I love every minute of it. Actually, what? Oh, we're about we're going to go an hour and a half on this one. That's, that's pretty good. Hour and a half is doable. Yeah, I probably I mean, would that's last. Not quite Joe least, Rogan. I would last most of this episode. Actually, so this Joe Rogan does like this, I think so. like I another would. hour and a half. He does three hours. He does three hours. How often? Uh, once three, a week, four days a week, three days a week. Yeah. Where do people find three hours every day for three days a week? Mm. Jobs, they drive. Yeah, they, they, yeah, yeah they drivers. Jobs, yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. All right, we got to step it up. I can I do another an hour. More. We've got a. We still have boxing out there. I've got some good stories. <laughs> I've got some good Sundance stories. I've got yeah. I've just touched on a few. You I've clearly got, have some NBC I've, stories. I've got so many stories. 
I want to. I want to know more about my life is my life is stories. Yeah, like it's stories. My life is stories. Literally, literally. Yeah, like my the essay collection that just that I'm shopping out about music. It's just stories. Listen, one of them's Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift story. Uh, Michael Hutchins story. Michael Hutchins stories. Um, Yeah, losing my religion was yeah. um, Radiohead stories. Yeah, I've got stories. Oh, we gotta do this more regularly. Yeah, yeah. All right. And there's they're just some of them like uh, really you try to. You gotta try to. Close I was gonna try out. to close it. I can't oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, sorry, you yeah. gotta no. find a window, dude. No, no, that was I missed it. Uh. All right, so one more story then. So Michael Hutchins. No, you can close <laughs> it. Up. So that's a man that I had a crush on for a Michael lot of my Hutchins. my my youth. It's a good looking guy. Yeah. Well, he's sexiest so, man of the year, Todd. So, was he? Yeah, he was. Oh. I saw Patrick Dempsey. It was the new one. He is the new one. Yeah. Well, Michael is pretty good, actually. Michael can't apply anymore. I mean, I guess he could, but he, yeah, he, Patrick Dempsey's getting old himself. I saw no, Hutchins. Hutchins not alive. So right. I, I saw him. Depends on if you two weeks before he before he hung himself. Oh. So we were in Park City, and it was a small. We were in Park City, Deer Valley, and it was a small concert. Like I don't know, four thousand people for in excess. That's not that's not big. No, huh? like no, three years. In, in fact, three years. Uh, yeah. During COVID, it was during COVID. The Cure. They they played. I don't know what channel I was watching on yeah. TV, but The Cure had a show that they replayed that was in England somewhere, and uh, I was like looking at the massive crowd and was like, "This will never happen again." And then and then I saw an NXS concert. God knows where this thing Wembley was. Wembley Stadium was it Wembley? And the giantest thing I've ever seen in my life. The the that record was just broken at the same stadium by um what's his name he's all he's british redhead not like simply oh redhead. the uh, oh uh, new new young guy pretty young ed ed sharon sharon yeah he just broke the nxs record Really, from their kick album, no, um, because, because the, that was the a imagery whole from that was thing. insane. And I'm yeah. watching that during the midst of COVID, where I'm like, Yeah, that's it was that, that will never Wembley happen again because you're so, shoulder to shoulder, yeah. chest to back, yep. completely filled. Yep. What was it, 20,000 more? More, and Ed Sheeran broke it just broke really, it. yeah, for the oh. first time since 1987, 91, something like that. Hmm. And we were at that Park City show four years later, and that's what the essay kind of touches on that, that there was like maybe 4,000 of us. And the album, which I absolutely love, I think Kick is probably, Kick is the album, right? Kick yeah. has everything. Um, Listen Like Thieves, though. Listen Like Thieves, so good. So, but I actually think that the, their last album together, uh, Elegantly West, Wasted, was their second best album. I mm -hmm. think it was honestly spectacular. Um, every song was good. The thing about Hutchins, though, is that he got, so after, I don't know if you watched the documentary, um, it's called Mystify Me, which is so amazing. Another good song. Another amazing song. Mm -hmm. And he, like four years before he hung himself, he, a taxi driver, he was riding down the road on a bike in, I think it was in London, and a taxi driver hit him. And he hit the ground. They found out in his autopsy that his frontal lobe was damaged so much that he could no longer probably taste food, taste wine, mm. enjoy sex. And he was this person. His life was all about those things. Like his life was 
was wine and women and but he was actually a monogamous for most of his his career uh but he was so they think like he got when he mm. passed away he had hung himself but they think it was autoerotica but they believe now looking at his brain that he was just trying to feel something again um wow and mm. i had seen him two weeks before he hung himself um and that's what the essays one of the essays about Hutchins is about. It's about that idea, the question of what if you lose everything that makes you feel alive? How is your life at that point? Um, anyways, there you go. Case has stories, man. I got stories, and that's where essays come from, is things like that. But you got to do research too. But watch the watch the movie. Watch Mystify Me. It is really. really oh, well, I like good documentaries. Really well done. Will really well done. Yeah. I mean, he dated all the most beautiful women in the world. Oh yeah. I mean, his shirt came off a lot, you know? Yeah. yeah like mine. Like yeah. <laughs> I, I'm close to taking mine off right now. Yeah. Yeah. Although yeah. I'll take it as a challenge when we start touring with the show, which yeah. is what we really need to start. Shirtless, doing shirtless yeah. shows, shirtless Saturday yeah. shows. No, or something? filling Wembley stadium is that's oh. what I'm going oh, yeah. to work our yeah, way yeah. up to this. Yeah. Uh, well, if we get this podcast grant that Brandon needs to give me specs for, yeah, um, I, sorry. Yep. Coming. Um, <laughs> That would it that would involve doing podcasts all over the state, and you guys yeah. could like in travel. That, yep, because I need help. Because I can't. Because we're asking for enough money that I, it would allow me to. Yeah, to have help, and that's yeah. what we would want to do. And we would you all could just. I mean, you don't need to record this, but you all could just. Well, go, it's recording. Go and interview people, yeah. and as long as you talked about things happening in those areas, that would fall under that blanket. Right. Love it. Anyways. Sorry, go grants. Oh, go grants. <laughs> go grants. I look. Do I look good? Place glistening. I look. I just looked at myself and I was mm, like, oh, I, I can't see myself. And no, thank no, God. you can't. Okay. Now should I try? You can give it okay. a try. Love song. I mean, it's not. It's not in excess, but it's love song. The Cure cover by Great Alicia song. Stockman Band, as recorded at Van Sessions at the Monarch. Uh, thank you to Banyan One. That's this beautiful trailer right here for powering today's episode of the Ugly Arts and Adventure Showcase. So much for joining us. Thank you so much for thank having you. me. Yeah. Listen and subscribe to the Ogden Arts and Adventure Show or the uh, Long and Oberndorfer podcast on YouTube. Look for us on Facebook, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and thebanyancollective.com. If you want to be on the show or, you know, why someone... do you think Spotify's fancier than the rest? I you like always it. always go into the fancy talk with Spotify. I. I <laughs> I'll be honest. I can't. You subscribe stand, to Spotify. I can't stand Apple Podcasts. What? Why? Yeah, I I can't. I I, we, I listen to everything on Spotify. We just started Spotify. We were on Amazon Prime for a long time. I don't understand Spotify yet. We switched over to Spotify as a family. I can say so much better. So I can say Alexa, play this Spotify playlist. Mm. It's fantastic. Yeah, the playlists are so much different. The algorithm. Like Amazon, it would it would play the same things. Spotify like gives you great and you're like holy shit i have not heard that forever yeah and then you're like it learns what you like yeah, and then it has suggestions and they're yeah, really pretty good yeah it's how i find all new the new music and new songs because yeah. it used to be you know you have to listen to the radio all day and the dj would play right. a new song but yeah, spotify is trying does it. to do that for you now mm -hmm. all right all right i'm glad yeah. you brought that up yeah. thank you uh yeah because and okay anyway there's that side note i also downloaded um shiz title Title. So I use title now, but title. The reason I use title is because title is a, is very similar to Spotify. Their algorithm's not as good. However, they pay their artists more money because it's actually from. I think it's a rapper who started title, but it uh, works with 
record box and you know i'm trying to be a dj so uh record box is a you DJ are song. a dj right? thank you do you dj yes I, then you are a dj yes, okay, thank do you. you write you are you a are a writer do you run you are a runner you are a runner thanks yeah um do you podcast you are a podcaster so title you can load into your record box software and so when i go to an event and play music from title as a dj then those plays count towards giving that artist plays and potentially money and stuff where if you just go and elite illegally but nobody ever knows play like a spotify playlist you're, you're supposed to download the music right as a dj you're supposed to find yeah. it somewhere pay for it download it and so um title is helping you get build a collection with anyway it pays the artists go titled never go titled. heard of it yeah they're 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 software their for their algorithms not as good as yeah. spotify i'll tell you that but it's i don't know it's cool yeah learning okay so yeah back to uh the back, closing back to the closing <laughs> uh good luck alicia stockman band on van sessions at the monarch we'll see you on the next ogden arts and adventure show all right this is a cover tune i'm releasing this in february i think it's going to make a good a uh, valentine's day song Yeah. 